Welcome to Beyond the Microphone, a podcast about podcasters and the stories of how their shows came together, grew, and what they've discovered along the way. I'm your host, Adam Burrill. So I want to talk a little bit about manifestation, which is a topic that inspired me from our guest here today and definitely something that's been very present in my life. So where I've experienced that um, and ultimately what led me into podcasting, I, I truly look at a journey that I went through that was very challenging for me. In late 2019, after my fourth kid was born, it was kind of a challenging time just trying to balance sleep and parenthood and being the CEO of this IT consulting company with 20 or so employees, lots of challenges and anxiety and stress with that and projects that I was on. And I ultimately, I started getting a lot, a lot of anxiety attacks. I had never had them before. Terrible experiences for anybody who's listening, who's had an anxiety attack before. It's, it's terrible and it's awful. And the worst thing about it, it's completely irrational. It's all in our heads. And so I went into a very dark place. But I wouldn't be here today if I didn't manifest a journey that I put myself on purposefully. So as I was getting towards rock bottom, I realized that I actually had to do something about it. Like I couldn't just wait for circumstances to change or things to, to you know, get better. I actually was getting to a really dark place. The anxiety attacks were terrible and... um I finally said, I've got to get ahead of this. I mean, I have to, I have to be the one empowered to heal myself. So uh, I was working 70 to 80 hours a week. I had a little newborn and I was sleeping maybe three hours a night. And so I finally decided I've got to get myself off these projects that I was on. I made investments to hire a bunch of really smart people and brought them on, trained them, got myself off the projects and had the tremendous good fortune of reaching out to an executive coach um, where all day long, even to this day, I get solicited to on LinkedIn primarily for people wanting to be my coach. And I ignore most of those. But um, in particular, on this day back, I believe it was around February of 2021. So after about a year and a half of suffering from debilitating anxiety attacks, I decided to respond to a solicitation. And I believe wholeheartedly that I manifested this relationship now that I've built with a good friend and my coach, Kristen Taylor, whose podcast, How I Made It Through, I produced through EIQ Media Group. Um, right out of the gates, I could tell that the connection that we had together truly was what I needed. And I was able to understand the source of the anxiety attacks and and truly turn things around. So at the time and continue to this day, I'm, I'm the CEO of this IT consulting company and I don't like to be front and center, like in just even in conversations, I'm more of just like a introvert, extrovert type of guy. Definitely never saw a life in podcasting. I liked podcasts. I just never... I really saw myself. It just wasn't something I ever even envisioned. Well, out of my work with Kristen and a new rediscovery of myself manifested a whole new side of my life. Podcasting, hosting a podcast, producing podcasts, writing software for podcasters. And, and now it's truly the direction that I want to go. So manifestation is powerful. And 
when I think about it, like, dear listener, did you manifest this connection here today with Crystal? Did Erica, through whom I met Crystal, did Crystal manifest our connection and conversation here today? Did I? It's, it's really hard to say, but, you know, perhaps our combined embodiment of love and spirit together produced and manifested all being present here now together. So with that, I'd love to introduce our guest here today, Crystal Renee, a certified master mindset, spirituality, life purpose, and manifestation coach, and the host of the Divine Embodiment podcast. So Crystal, so happy that you're here today and welcome to Beyond the Microphone. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. I truly appreciate that. And when you said that somehow we manifested this, I, I got chills and I, I felt it immediately. So mm, I love that. Definitely. So let's start with obviously just the basics. Um, tell us a bit about yourself and you know what you do, how you found your way to hosting a podcast and really describe your journey to becoming the self-love embodiment guide. Well, it's it's quite a journey. Um, and I think that, you know, we all have a, a nice lengthy story behind uh, how we got where we are. But to sum it all up, um, back in 2019, I also had hit a rock bottom point. Um, my mother passed away from cancer mm. and her way of feeling like she was leaving me with some type of you know, uh, I guess, a, uh, you know, she wanted to leave me with something, even though to me, it, I'd much rather have her presence. Mm -hmm. um, she, you know, left me with an inheritance and divided it up equally between me, my sister and our stepfather. Ten days before she passed, we found out that he made himself the sole beneficiary of his, uh, of her, uh, yeah, her life insurance policy and a couple other things. So we had to take him to court after she passed. And that was a whole process of a year and a half. He spent, he, he ran through around $200,000 in a year and a half before we found out that he took his life after he went negative $40 in his checking account, apparently. Um, so that was very, very hard for me. And then the amount of money that was left from the life insurance policy wasn't much. I had to pay my lawyer out of it. I was left with $30,000. But I took that $30,000 and I thought I was making a great investment with a Bitcoin hmm. company. Okay. Right. Really a scammer, but uh, they sold me dreams that I invested, you know, X amount and I would come out with, you know, much more than sure. what I invested. And I knew nothing about Bitcoin then. You know, obviously I'm yeah. educated now, but um, I put my trust into an online company that was a complete scam. And I took, wow. I, I quit my job, my great paying job. I was an account executive um, at, Comcast Spotlight, uh, making tons of money and just living life comfortably. I quit my job thinking that this investment would be, you know, my answer to a, a life of freedom. Okay. Um, only to find out that the entire $30,000 that I got from my mom's 
inheritance was completely was scammed from me. I, I lost it wow. all. I lost. I, I didn't have a job to go back to. I, I lost everything. Mm-hmm. So I went from uh, a state of comfort and I don't want to say pride, but I I was in a more proud place then, and right. to losing it all and having absolutely nothing. And in that moment of not having a, a real identity, losing all my possessions, my material belongings, and feeling so much guilt and shame, overtaking mm-hmm. the portion of my mom's money that I had left and just throwing it away after fighting a year and a half for it. Yeah. Um, I was in a really bad place. So I had to learn how to love myself unconditionally despite my lack of identity or money or you know whatever makes people feel uh a sense of of purpose or a sense of belonging or whatever it may be but i had to learn how to love myself at a soul level mm-hmm. and still be confident and that's kind of where i created my business that evolved from uh being called confidently lit when i started my podcast if you actually go back and listen to my first few podcasts they were very sporadic um but i started off with helping women feel confident in themselves because i still like loved myself i still felt confident in who i was and i knew yeah. that i could take my knowledge and expand on it from there and i i already had wanted had an entrepreneur entrepreneurial spirit right so um yeah, that involved into consciously lit, which involved into consciously crystal. Mm-hmm. And eventually I changed the name to the Divine Embodiment Podcast because uh, it's all about embodying the divinity of who you truly are authentically, regardless of your labels, your identities, your possessions, your achievements and material belongings. So that is how it all kind of started and in, in the story of me going from my own feeling lost and stuck to empowered and fulfilled. It's a really interesting journey. And I I hear stories like that and just kind of like looking back on my story, it's like, why sometimes do we need to go through, you know, such difficult challenges to mm-hmm. find ourselves? Like, do you, what, why do you think sometimes we have to go through the journey? I mean, maybe... Maybe it's the journey where the lessons are found. Yeah, I honestly, I feel like I personally look at these things as life lessons that our soul chose uh, to experience. Um, And I also see them as hidden blessings because had I not made that investment, the level of pride that I felt may have taken control. And it was it actually catapulted my spiritual journey. I've always been spiritual, but this really made me take a deep look at who I am as a soul. Um, I think that we have to go through these things in order to, yeah, it's almost, I don't know why, I can't say why it happens, but I do feel that it's orchestrated divinely um, so that we can, like, if we're headed in the wrong direction and we made a soul contract to experience this kind of life or to go in this direction, 
it's almost like uh, the universe has to put a roadblock or or hit us with a harsh reality in order to redirect us into our soul's true calling or purpose. Yeah. I agree with that. My wife and I actually have this dialogue quite often. Um, like, I believe in spirit wholeheartedly. I've never been a religious person, but I definitely believe in a God. But um, when my wife and I are having this conversation, you know, we talk about loops sometimes where our, you know, our higher spirit, um, when we re-enter, you know, this this level of consciousness, this human experience, um, we're presented with loops until we finally solve the the purpose for why we keep coming back and experiencing mm -hmm. these things. So it's like when our higher spirit is choosing to re-enter this human experience, it's like, okay, so I still have this lesson to learn. I'm going to now, when I go into this life, I want to kind of experience some circumstances that are that are going to be like this so that I can see how my my human experience, my human consciousness kind of like works through that. Is is this going to be the experience that finally helps me traject to this higher level of, of a soul contract, a soul's purpose like you described? And so, yeah, I truly believe in that. Uh, and so going back to your your podcast then, um, since, you know, what we do on this podcast is we we really kind of like dive into those stories. Like where, mm -hmm. where did you get the idea to, uh, and had you ever, you know, done anything like that before public speaking or, or had you thought prior to going through the experiences that you went through that you wanted to get involved in podcasting? You know, let's go back to that yeah. story of where you kind of made the decision to, to do this and to share your story and by doing so, like helping to heal others. Sure. Um, I would say that it started, the inspiration started on Facebook because I used to share a lot about myself when I first started getting into personal branding. And it really built like a pretty decent following on Facebook of people that were really curious about my story and, you know, what I had to say. And then uh, in my, like every time I would go live, people would be like, I love your voice. I think your voice is so soothing. I a love really listening good podcasting voice. Absolutely. I, you know, I get it. I get it all the time. And I'm like, you know what, maybe I should use this voice of mine and, and express the things that I want to say, because I have so much to say. Um, maybe I should start a podcast. So I asked, I made a post, I said, should I start a podcast? Who would listen? And what should I do it about? And everyone okay. was on there like, yeah, do it. I would listen. You, you have so many different subjects you could talk about. And um, it started with the confidently lit because I wanted to help women still feel confident um, in themselves, mm -hmm. um, you know, because I see that there is a lack of confidence in in women and in, you know, the majority of women anyway. Yeah. And um, yeah, it started with that. And then I, I was consistent at first. I It wasn't, it wasn't a project that lasted forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I would sparingly pop in and, you know, record another podcast episode and um, put it out there. And I would get, you know, people listening to me, but it didn't really start becoming consistent until the beginning of this year okay. when I decided that I wanted to do a series um, talking about the human design gates 
or gene keys, every time the sun transitions into a new human design gate, if you're not familiar familiar with human design, um, the gates, there are 64 human design gates that go around the calendar year, similar to the 12 zodiac signs. Every six days, the sun moves into a new human design gate, which has its own archetypal energies um, that it brings to the human collective, uh, similar to astrology. But I wanted to go into uh, the the archetypes from the shadow, the lower frequency of each Mm -hmm. gate up into the gifts of each gate. And so people would understand that there's a full spectrum of energy that exists within each human design gate Uh, because I see a lack there. So I started to, I started talking about that. And then in between, I was interviewing people and um, just interviewing, interviewing other thought leaders, other spiritual entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, people that I aligned with, people that inspired me, um, because I know that they would, would also inspire my audience. And it just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I have come to love it. I've come to being so consistent. There's no sporadic seas- or episodes here and there, okay. but um yeah, I would say it just kind of slowly over time got to where it's at now. Hey there, fellow podcasters. This is Tori Barker of the Creative Visionaries podcast, and I'm excited to introduce you to PodTask the all-in-one platform designed to streamline your workflow and take your show to the next level. If you're tired of feeling overwhelmed by the tasks required to manage your podcast, then check out PodTask, where you can easily streamline your podcasting process and simplify your workflow. Say goodbye to the stress of managing multiple tasks and deadlines, and hello to a more efficient and productive podcasting experience. And it doesn't just stop there. PodTask also offers AI-based marketing tools that give your podcast a competitive edge. As a fellow podcaster, I know from experience how important it is to have a reliable and efficient tool like PodTask to keep you on track. It helps save me so much time in post-production, which allows me to focus on what really matters, creating great content for my listeners. So if you're ready to take your podcast to the next level, Head over to podcast.com and sign up for a free forever plan and get started today. 25 million women a year are going through menopause. 75% will experience symptoms and 25% will experience severe symptoms that are life disrupting. These include, but are not limited to, severe anxiety and depression, insomnia and a lack of restful sleep, loss of libido and pain during sexual intercourse, moods that are unstable, that impact relationships, weight gain, cardiac symptoms, cognitive dysfunction, and a complete inability to focus. Are you experiencing these symptoms? Worse, are you being told that everyone goes through it and your labs are normal, even though you know you don't feel normal? I'm Irene Ortiz Glass, the host of What I Wish I Knew. I will share my story of over a decade of PMS, perimenopause, and eventually surgical menopause. We will explore the challenges associated with this and interview experts on every aspect of the change while providing an integrated approach to healing and wholeness. Join me every other Wednesday as I speak to these experts and share what I wish I knew.
what have you learned over that journey? Like what, you know, in terms of putting together your concept, your episodes, finding guests, um, you know, thinking about the topics you want to cover from episode to episode. Talk to us a little bit about that evolution. Yeah, I would say I went from the confidence to the consciousness because my own awareness expanded from, you know, just being confident into the whole realm of consciousness. What's consciousness? I became a master mindset coach. Yeah. Um, I got certified in spirituality, law of attraction, manifestation, life purpose. And that's, I really wanted to bring those aspects into it. And I changed the name from confidently lit, lit to consciously lit. Mm-hmm. And and then I started feeling, uh, you know, I had imposter imposter syndrome because I'm like, I'm not like this conscious being, you know, yeah. but I am myself. And then that changed from consciously lit to consciously crystal um, because then I could just be me. You know, I felt like mm-hmm. I could be me. And then I took it to the Divine Embodiment podcast because originally I had a, it's like a whole story that doesn't make sense, but <laughs> I had a uh, a course that I was okay. creating, a program called the Divine Embodiment Project. And I just wanted to marry the two, the Divine Embodiment Podcast, the Divine Embodiment Project, which eventually I will be launching. Uh, it's that's a huge program, uh, that will come in the future. But, um, and then I also have the divine embodiment blog that I just started. So that Mm -hmm. I'm just really getting into the groove of the consistency and the things that I want to do and the platforms that I want to show up on. And I realize like podcasting is just so aligned for me because I love to talk. Um, it's easier for me to just get on here and, and spiel off a bunch of, you know, whatever my thoughts are. Than it is for me to type it out into, okay. you know, a social media post. Um, and I just, I, I love speaking from my heart and um, yeah. Well, let's, yeah, let's go back for a moment because I think for a lot of people that get into something new and, and people that get into podcasting, it it can be a very kind of intimidating and scary experience. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be, but I think it's something that I didn't necessarily feel with podcasting. I definitely felt imposter syndrome being before I started working with Kristen, just I thought I had to be what other people expected me to be as the Mm -hmm. CEO of this IT consulting company. And it really was through a lot of mindfulness work and journaling and exploration, you know, where I knew I wasn't in alignment. I had a really tough time voicing that and, and really getting to be mindful that that was the truth. But once I finally kind of, you know, through the work I was doing, realized that I wasn't in alignment, what I did find is like, okay, well, I am CEO. I I have a platform to share my story and be vulnerable through some discoveries I made, which a lot of the trauma work I was doing with Kristen that that really uncovered, you know, the source of everything for me. Um, That's where I recognize, you know what, like I am, the CEO of this company, I I think it would be very valuable to just helping other people who may have gone through similar experiences. If I open myself up vulnerably and share my story and podcasting is a great medium for that. So that's ultimately how I got into podcasting. But let's let's stick with your kind of 
where you felt that imposter syndrome and, you know, where you kind of recognize that. I think the recognition that you weren't living in alignment mm -hmm. is so it's really interesting because, you know, so many of us just kind of go through where, you know, these these journeys where, you know, we feel terrible. We know we're not living the life we're meant to live, but we just kind of keep just going on that way. But, right. you know, some people make there's there's like a moment of recognition and then a moment of action where it's like, no, I'm I'm going to change my path. So talk to us a little bit about that path that you experienced. Sure. I would say that the reason I was so inconsistent at first was because I had fear holding me back from putting myself in front of the microphone and, and hitting record. Yeah. Uh, and then I would gather up the courage and I would just do it that one time and I would tell myself, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be consistent again this time. I'm going to be consistent. And I just wasn't. Um, and then the realization of, hey, I'm trying to show up as like this super conscious version of myself that I'm not. Um, people will actually probably resonate more with like the actual version of me. So mm -hmm. that's who I need to, I, I really had to like peel back the layers. I had to yeah. take time to do some introspection on myself and, and say, Hey, like, who am I? What am I really capable of, of bringing to the table confidently? Um, because it's so in alignment with who I am that I don't feel imposter syndrome. And that's where the the human design and the gene keys came in because I, I'm so passionate about those things and I could just ramble on about them all day. Um, so I, I think that really like finding something that is actually in alignment with your, your true gifts and mm -hmm. expertise, sometimes we don't even really know what we're good at. Other people have to kind of point it out to us. Yeah. Um, and we have to do the introspection to see like, hey, like, what are my gifts? What are yeah. uh, the areas that uh, of um, that I can bring, you know, some type of empowerment to the table? And, you know, like we all have um, these divine gifts that live within us. It's just a matter of finding them and then saying, OK, hey, this is who I am. This is what I can bring to the table. Now, let me create a plan to actually do that. And I, I really do believe it's just taking that first step. And um, I, I kind of want to get technical on you right now because yeah. I, I know a lot of people might not understand this, but in the Gene Keys, we have a sphere called the Purpose Sphere. And my Purpose Sphere is all about inertia, which is the shadow where I literally am taking the same steps, these loops that mm -hmm. I'm repeating and not getting myself to the top of the mountain. In the shadow, you look at the top of the mountain and you get overwhelmed and you're like, oh, just stay comfortable down here doing the same thing. I'm not actually yeah. climbing the mountain. Right. Well, determination is where you actually take, you don't look at the top of the mountain. You take, you look at your feet and you take one step, one small step each day or, you know, um, with each action that you take, you're, you're actually climbing the mountain. You're not following the same footsteps. You're getting yourself out of that loop by taking inspired action and realizing that the shadow of inertia was holding you back in the first place. That alone was so powerful for me and really got me out of that inertia. And I, was, I it made me realize like, whoa, I have literally 
literally been repeating the same steps over and over again, and it's time to take a new step. And yeah. that's kind of what helped me propel into my gift of determination um, versus the shadow of inertia. And then there's something ex interesting that I experienced too. So like when I, when I made that determined step to go down a path that, um, that I knew I needed to go down, but it kind of starts like all journeys start with a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, and just even just podcasting in general, like most people that get into it, get into it with passion and purpose. And there's so much excitement up front. And, you know, so like when I started doing my own healing work, it's like so much passion and purpose there. And then you kind of realize like, oh, it's also actually accompanied by a lot of hard work. Mm -hmm. Much like climbing the mountain as you're describing, like the act of physically climbing a mountain isn't easy. It's beautiful. And you're going to take pauses along your the way and be like, oh, my God, like, look at this view. And this is amazing that I'm here right now. But, oh, my God, I got to look. There's the mountain. I, and I'm like totally out of breath and am I in shape to get there? So it's like right. kind of realizing that the journey is going to be hard and you're going to stumble Maybe you're going to take a couple of steps back, but you can always kind of see that the top of the mountain's right there. Mm -hmm. And the, the act of just continuing to, to, to do the work to get to the top of the mountain, you know, it's not going to be clean and easy. Like, was that an, um, an experience that you had, like getting to the top of your mountain? Like, what was Definitely. that journey like for you? Definitely. And I'd say I'd, I'm still climbing. Um, you know, it's always, it's, it's a never ending work or a process. Right. Uh, an ongoing journey that I'm happy to be uh, a part of. I, I'm happy to be on this journey. Um, yeah, I would definitely say there's been some major uh, drawbacks, whether it's personal business or just feeling like, you know, uh, the work that you're putting out there isn't really equating to anything. Um, and those, when you look at a piece of for example, a podcast episode, maybe it didn't perform as well as the others. That's just a learning experience or an undercover blessing that shows you to no longer create that kind of content, you know? Yeah. Um, it's all about perspective. Are you seeing the hat the glass half empty or are you seeing it half full? Are you seeing exactly the you know, how you can take this experience, this negative experience and see it from a positive perspective? And I'm, I love doing that. I, I love shifting my perspective around things and finding the silver lining and everything. So absolutely. There, there's a story. Um, I don't know if it was written by Alan Watts or, you know, maybe he kind of repurposed it, but it's like the old, it, it's like a story about a Chinese farmer and, uh, he, he's got a number of horses and they escape one day and the neighbors come by and they're like, Oh, that's terrible. Like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, Maybe, maybe it's terrible. And the next day, or let me go back. It was one horse. Okay. So then the next day, the horse comes back and brings with it a number of other wild horses. And now the farmer has all these horses and the neighbors come and they're like, wow, isn't that amazing? Now you have all, uh, all these beautiful horses. And he's like, maybe. And then you know, the next day his son is like trying to break in, you know, some of the new horses and gets thrown from a horse and breaks his leg and the neighbors come back and they're like, oh, that's so terrible and tragic. You know, the, you know, how 
how terrible that is. And he's like, maybe. And then the next day, it's like the military conscription officers come to enlist the young men and and the son doesn't have to go into the military because he's got a broken Uh leg. And the neighbors come back and say, well, isn't that great fortune that he doesn't have to go off and and fight this war? And the yeah, maybe. So it's like, you know, where that actually came up recently, because um, a couple months ago, my wife and I were in big bear on a we had we've got young kids and we were with my wife's parents and we had a morning where her parents were like you know why don't you guys go off and go skiing it's a beautiful morning and we'll watch the kids and when they say that it's like all right well the clock's ticking now so all right let's go let's go and we we leave and we start we get halfway to the the ski slopes and uh my wife's like oh my god you're not going to believe this but i left my skiing clothes back at the house we got to go back i'm like you know like okay and i kind of like we spoke about that story and um i'm like all right well i'm just gonna ride with it like it is what it is you know it's not gonna like get me down so we get all the way back to the house we lost like a whole hour because of this Mm -hmm. um but but what's cool is we so then we finally got to the slopes and we're in the parking lot we're just getting our stuff out of the car and, and getting ready to walk in and some girl walks by and she's like, hey, I, I bought some tickets for my parents, but they couldn't come today. I'll sell them to you guys for was like a third of the price of the lift ticket if you want them. Oh, wow. like, we didn't know if they were legit at first, you know, but uh, <laughs> right. we definitely validated them. But Good. so going back to that story, it's like and perspective, like, you know, do you let the perspective shift and get yourself into a bad mood because some bad event or some, you know hiccup happened and we had to go back to the house and we lost an hour but at the same time we ended up saving like a hundred over a hundred dollars i think on the cost of the tickets um which wouldn't happen if we got in when we first you know left the house so perspective is really interesting and then one other thing before we get into closing i want to go back to to talking about because i i thought it was really interesting you pointed out um you know how Often we don't know the gifts that we have, and sometimes other people will point them out, and that's mm-hmm. when we are like, "Oh, I didn't. Okay, that's how other people see me. I must, I must be that way." So, yeah. when I started again, my own kind of healing journey, and it was really a place of uncertainty for me because you have to just change so many ways of thinking and living and being and doing, right? And how mm-hmm. you show up in this world. And I remember I was listening to a. Um, Jessa Reed has had a podcast at the time called Awakening OD, and she challenged her listeners one day. She's like, go get a journal and a pen and write down the five things that you're really good at, that you love doing, that fill your cup. And so I, I kind of took that challenge. And I, mm-hmm. I, went, I remember I went to the beach one day with the journal and I swear to God, I couldn't even come up with anything. I'm like, what the hell fills my cup? And then slowly as I kind of sat in that contemplation, like it started to come to me. I, I like to read. I like to play guitar. I like to have these moments by myself to just refill my my cup, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was interesting how, and I don't know why, I mean, may, maybe talk a little bit about like, how come we can't see? How come it takes? Oh, it's just such a challenge sometimes to see the light that's in us. Yeah, 
I think it's unconscious. I think that all our, all of our lives we've had this inner light and it it's become so ingrained in our being that we're not aware that it exists, but other people can see it, mm -hmm. right? And other people may not always um, praise us about these things, even though they do see these gifts within us. They're not always like, hey, you're so great at this, you know, or... Um, but what we can start looking at is like, what do people come to you on a regular basis, you know, when they need help with something? What What is it that people are always asking you to help them with? Um, yeah, I would say they're just unconscious gifts and traits that live within us that unless someone, some people, multiple people, I would say, are constantly bringing it to our awareness that we're good at them where we have absolutely no idea because it's just so natural. We just do it so naturally. It's just something that uh, we've done since we were young. Um, unless it's a trade that we've learned, then that's something different. We're aware of that. We've, we've put ourselves into a space where we are consciously learning it, but the unconscious gifts that we have um, that we're just naturally talented at um, and I would say that it, it takes more than like three or four people to tell you that you're good at it in order for it to be conscious. Uh, because if one or two people say it, you're just it, it, you don't really take it in, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. I'm good at that. But it's not something that is really like. Oh, yeah, this is something that I should take and create and build a business from, you know. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So as we wrap up couple of questions. This will be kind of like a two-parter. So first, through your podcasting journey, what discoveries have you made, you know, that are, that spoke to you about just the podcasting journey in general, going from, you know, start to where you're at today, you spoke about an evolution. What, what's, I guess, what are some discoveries that you made that you could if you could go back in time and kind of advise yeah. your early self, like that you would coach your, your early self on. I would have definitely showed up every single week consistently and spoke about whatever was on my heart. Um, even if I wasn't feeling the most confident, uh, you don't have to, you can record a podcast and hit publish and never tell any of your friends and family that you created a podcast and just mm -hmm. hope that, you know, uh, your audience finds it and, and, uh, resonates with what you're saying. If you feel imposter syndrome, um, show up anyway, put the podcast episode out there and that accumulation of action eventually leads to clarity. It leads to your higher purpose because it, it allows you to clearly see what uh, if you're heading in the wrong direction or if you need to pivot and maybe move um, in another direction. Um, so consistency, I would say is just stay consistent. Don't stop podcasting. Don't stop posting. Um, talk about whatever is, is in your heart. You know, as, as hard as that may be, mm -hmm. people will resonate with you and people will be completely turned off and that's okay because you don't want the people that are turned off to listen anyway so yeah you're not trying to reach like every human that lives right like there is a set of people that are going to connect with your message 
Yes. And those are your people. Exactly. All right. So the last question and staying on the theme of discoveries, through your podcasting experience, what discoveries have you made about yourself? I would say that that's a good question. Through my podcasting experience, I would say that I made the discovery that I don't have to be perfect. My voice doesn't have to be perfect. The things that I say don't have to be perfect. I don't have to edit out every single um that I say, or if I stutter or mess up a word, you know, uh, people like to hear the rawness in your voice. They are not too many people actually enjoy listening to perfectionism. They mm -hmm. like to hear real and raw. So I would say that, that um, I have become more empowered in being who I am through podcasting. I love that. That's an amazing closing statement. So I want to thank you so much for being my guest here today. I know we kind of put this all together really quickly last minute, but this, you know, these types of conversations are important. And I think the work that you're doing is, is important. And thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much, Adam, for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be a part of your show. Crystal Renee is a certified master mindset, spirituality, life purpose, and manifestation coach, but refers to herself as the self-love embodiment guide. She helps conscious women go from feeling lost to self-empowered by using modalities such as human design, the gene keys, and her self-love embodiment method, which consists of subconscious empowerment, purpose alignment, and authentic embodiment. Beyond the Microphone is sponsored by Podtask, whether you're just starting out in podcasting or you've been at this a while and are looking to save time so you can create amazing content for your listeners, go check out Podtask, a podcast management and marketing platform designed by podcasters for podcasters. With Podtask's automated workflow and AI-based marketing tools, you'll save time and sanity and be better equipped to grow your podcasts. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this episode today, as well as our YouTube channel. You can find links to all of these in our episode show notes. If you're looking to get help and guidance in your own podcasting journey, I'd love to help you find direction and work with you on strategies so that your passion and purpose can continue to manifest amazing content for your listeners. Please reach out to me through www.eiqmediallc.com if you're interested in working with me. Finally, be sure to check out all of the amazing podcasts we produce through EIQ Media Group, The Change, a podcast focused on servant leadership and mental health, How I Made It Through, where you'll hear inspiring stories of triumph over struggle, overcoming adversity and more, and What I Wish I Knew, a podcast that challenges the way our society has looked at women's health and the journey through menopause. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on Beyond the Microphone. Beyond the Microphone is produced and distributed by EIQ Media Group, LLC. Elevate your emotional IQ with podcasts and content focused on entrepreneurship, overcoming adversity, stories of emotional courage, women's health, aging, and more.